Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss the movie Heartbreak Ridge one minute at a time. I am your co-host, Brian Lockhart. And I am Jack Perry. And today, Jack and I are going to be discussing Minute 10 of Heartbreak Ridge. Minute 10 begins with Clint Eastwood wondering about favors. <laughs> and it ends with Clint Eastwood discussing what a man in his position would do with his uh, commanding officer. So uh, we, we pick back up with uh, the quartermaster where he's trying to make friends with Clint Eastwood. And, you know, Clint Eastwood's kind of wondering, we can be friends so we can do each other favors. And he's like, yep, he can make his lot in a military life pretty easy if his eyes weren't so uh, so clean and his uh, pencil wasn't so sharp. Not Well, not clean. Uh, if his eyes weren't so clear. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was funny considering Clint Eastwood is always squinting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's having problems seeing anything anyway. Especially in this movie, like Clint Eastwood squints a lot, anyways. Yeah. But like, I don't think he ever not squints in this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just kind of find it uh, pretty arrogant that you're gonna have a well, as we discussed the last episode, this sergeant trying to school this this gunnery sergeant has been in for you know since uh, Christ was a corporal. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> about you know what military life can be like like this it just is it it seems a little silly to me a little arrogant um but then in true marine fashion he doesn't just sell him out right away he just tells him to get that shit out of his face well what i think is funny about it is he's approaching clint eastwood to make his lot in military life you know pretty easy and a lot more comfortable clint eastwood has been in forever <laughs> and, he's, and there's no way he's staying in for much longer. Yeah. So, is this the best guy to go ahead and approach? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for your, yeah. Ski, you know, your your Hogan's heroes and schemes, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's close to retirement. Gunny Highway's close to getting out, and there, yeah, there you are. <laughs> and we talked about the quartermaster there getting, you know, probably busted a couple, busted, busted down to a, you know, corporal or lance corporal a couple times. We probably know why he probably got he probably got caught doing his little schemes. But yeah, it doesn't seem to be slowing him down. <laughs> not not at all. <laughs> yeah, because well, he's clearly not too smart. Because if you look at Clint Eastwood, you know he he is not the approachable type who's going to be in for some shenanigans. He is like a Marine's Marine. Yeah, and this guy's all lackadaisical coming in, go trying to get him in on his little you know shenanigans. <laughs> so, you know, so no wonder he, he probably got busted because he's clearly not a good judge of character. No, I'm wondering, too, if this if this particular sergeant is an actual like subordinate to him or if he's just a, like a, a neighboring shop. I think he's a neighboring shop because in the last minute he said something about, oh, we just about cleared you guys out, you know, helping. Uh, Uncle Sam. Gotcha. Helping Uncle Sam uh, fight dusty drawers or something like that. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think he's just somebody that was coming in uh, for requisitions and, okay. you know, or something like that. Notice, too, in the background that they were packing chutes. Yes. And I noticed one of the guys kind of looks over his shoulder when Clint Eastwood leaves. Yeah. I can't tell if he's like, at first I thought he was looking at the camera, but he doesn't look at the camera. He looks at Clint Eastwood. And I'm wondering if it was like, if that was like a real Marine that was like, oh, my God, look at, there's Clint Eastwood going over there. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Clint's response, you know, Sergeant, get that stogie out of my face before, before I shove it so far up your ass, 
you'll have to light your nose, uh, set your nose on fire to light it or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. He's got, I mean, granted, obviously it's a movie and he's an actor, but he's got these such long convoluted comebacks to everything. I'm like, I can't even say it. And I got it written down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you know what it's, it's it's kind of funny though because there's so many things about this movie and about you know well Cletus would kind of set the bar for like a lot of the marines that we serve with and just the the the, the dialect the way that you know marines spoke to each other especially like you know the senior guys to the to the junior guys which was kind of funny because between him and arlie uh uh arlie emery there's not there's not a lot of wiggle room <laughs> they kind of wrote the book Oh yeah, they definitely are. You know, the quintessential Marines, uh, especially well in movies and TV. You know, yep. yep. I mean, that, that, not the short, you know, not the short change private pile though. Uh, well, you know, but yeah, yeah, not at all. Golly. <laughs> yeah. So after he tells uh, the quartermaster to basically shove that cigar up his ass, he's told to um, go see Major Devon. Devon. Major Devin, is it Major Devin wants to see him? Yeah. So he slaps the the boss. The, yeah, he slaps a clipboard over there and and goes off to see uh you know what we assume is this is commanding officer. Yep. So Major Devin is play, played by uh, Peter Jason, and um, I recognize him from They Live. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, he was the guy that was running the church and They Live. Yep. Yeah, and it's funny. There's something about his voice. He's one of the. He's one of those guys, you know, Hey, that yeah. guy. Yeah. You know, he's you in a lot. Know him. <laughs> right. And it's, it's his voice too. Like, and, I, and for me, it's from, they live. Yeah. Uh, which is a great movie, but I, I noticed he was in a lot of John Carpenter movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a, well, you know what, actually off the top of my head, I, I think he was in the uh, escape from movies. Yeah. I'm not sure about New York, but he was definitely in LA. Yeah. I think he was in ghost of Mars one or whatever. Yeah, he may have been. Yeah. He may have been. That was that was uh, not one of the well-known well ones. However, uh, what was that vampire one that uh, John Carpenter did? Uh, had uh, Edward uh, James uh, James Woods in it? Oh, uh, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. No, no, that was Eddie. Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> that was Eddie Eddie yeah. Murphy. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was like Dracula 2000 or something like that. No, there was a, there was a, it was, no, it was a, it was a, damn it. Anyway, it was a pretty good movie, but I think he was, he may have been in that as well. If there's only some way to know. You know, if there was only some way to know. I'm not the research guy, man. I'm just color commentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my research, my research is shoddy at best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to find out. Uh, we're going to do this live? Fuck it, we're doing it live. Let's <laughs> do it live. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to feel like an ass if that movie was actually called Vampires. All right, let's see. James Woods. It's called Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it could have been, but I wasn't sure. 1998, Vampires. Yeah. John Carver. That movie was actually pretty good, but the book I thought was a little bit better, which is, you know, how ironic that is. But yeah, the book was a little bit more graphic. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's actually it's not bad. It's not bad at all. But the yeah, I said like the book goes into a little bit more detail about like what the being controlled by a vampire was like, and you could actually could kind of shake it off 
from what I remember. Uh, a little bit anyway. But, yeah, anyway, enough about that. <laughs> wait, wait, you want to do uh, Vampires Minute? Yeah, we'll, we'll wait till uh, April 1st. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, okay, so we'll focus on Heartbreak Rage then. So, <laughs> Clint Eastwood goes to see Major Devin, guy from They Live, and... You know, the first thing he walk, you know, he walks up to him. He does, you know, whatever Marie's supposed to do and report in. He's like, "Jesus Christ, Gunny, quit being so goddamn gung ho." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I am, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I started this podcast just so that I could do my crappy Clint Eastwood impression. You know, every other episode. And the world is better for it, right? Hoorah! <laughs> Hoorah! <laughs> I wonder oh. if the major here is actually the same guy from May Live. That would be awesome. He got out of the Marine Corps to find out the world has been taken over by aliens, and the only way to stop the invasion is to buddy up with Ray-Ban. And, and, and of course, recruit Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Rowdy <laughs> Rowdy Piper. Yeah, that's the, the hero we all needed. There was no gun the highway. There is only Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Uh, well, you know, he's got some good one-liners himself. Um, I, I mean, I could see, I could see Clint Eastwood saying, I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. You know what? Clint Eastwood actually would have been pretty, pretty good in that movie. I've made no secret that he is one of my favorite actors. I would, I don't know if he's my favorite, but he is one of my favorite. So I want him to be in pretty much every role. <laughs> he could do it. Well, you know, more or less. The same performance in every every role, but yeah, that's fine. Look, if AC it's a D- good one, yeah, I, I'm fine with people sticking with what they know. <laughs> ACDC has made the same album for like 30 or 40 years now. Yeah, yeah, I know, and, and they're all incredible. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's awesome, and I love every one of them. Yeah, like John Wick movies, it's like you're not really watching it for the plot. Stick with what you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you find one thing you're good at, stick with it and do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So the major says to you know Gunny Highway. So what? What do you? What do you got? Twenty four. He goes and then some, sir. So I was doing the math on that, right? So Clint Eastwood was born in 1930. So that would put him at 20 years old in 1950 when the Korean War kicked off. And we know that Tom Highway was in. The Battle of Heartbreak Ridge, which I believe, if I remember, was 1951. So he was 20, 21 years old, roughly going into uh, Korea. So if he was in for 24 years, and we were talking about this offline a little bit, what did you, you, you said your math was he would have, what year did you say he would have joined? 1959. Right. So that doesn't, that doesn't add up. No. So, of course, you know, and I was looking at it from the other angle where if he was, if he joined in 1950, let's say, got shipped over to Korea for 51, and was in, you know, the battle Heartbreak Ridge, and he was in for 24 years, and that should have put him at about 1974, 1975 of getting out, which makes sense because he was also a Vietnam veteran. So you know, those are about the time Vietnam was, you know, totally winding down. But this movie is 1983, and he's still got, you know, a little bit more time. So that's, what, what, 74 to 83? That's, what, nine years? And, and 24 is a long time, especially, especially back then, because they were probably forcing a lot of guys out because they were drawing down the military post-Vietnam. Right. So the fact that he's been in, so now the math doesn't add up. 
But here's the but. All right. So we talked about the Battle of Heartbreak Ridge. Right. Was a army engagement, not a marine. Correct. Which gives credence to your theory that he was in the army before he was a marine. Yes, exactly. Because there was supposedly, and again, we'll have to look out for this because I miss it every time. But I, I believe there is a line dropped later that they switched from the army to the Marine Corps. Also, the wife Aggie mentions something about, and he would volunteer for every goddamn war that came came by. My theory about Tom Highway is he joined the army, got shipped over to you know Korea. Fought in the Battle of Heartbreak Ridge, you know, did what he did. We'll learn about his exploits later in the movie. And then he, um, I, I say he got out. I think he got out. I think he married his wife, Aggie. I think he tried to be a civilian. He started and, a life. Right, he started a life. And then I, I say around Vietnam, you know, or maybe leading up to Vietnam in the 60s, he, he re-upped. And maybe there was something that, that had him, you know, re-up sooner. It's also possible that he got out because we, you know, we've known people like this. They get out for a year or two. Yeah. And then they, for one reason or another. Decided to go back in. Exactly. Tom Highway definitely is the type of guy that the military life was for him. Yeah. So it's possible he didn't, he couldn't adjust to civilian life. It's possible that he missed it, you know, any number of things. And it's also possible that, you know, he, he's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. I want to challenge. I want to do something different. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe he likes to dress blues. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, it's my, my theory is that where, where that kind of time frame comes in is he did go over there. He got out and then decided to go back in. And honestly, it could have easily gone back in as, as Vietnam was drawing up, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's completely possible. I mean, it does seem to make sense. Yeah, because as soon as as soon as uh, as soon as the major called off, or no, I'm sorry, the colonel called off the uh, his uh, his record about how long he'd been in. Yeah, I, I just you know we had to know, just had to know. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's let's do a little quick math because it does seem to be kind of a, a sticking point about this man and his time in service, and you know, so very interesting. Well, because if he's if he's born in nineteen, if Clint Eastwood was born in nineteen thirty, so he's about fifty, and this was filmed in eighty six, so he's fifty six years old doing this role. I mean, he's in great shape. I wish I was in that good of shape. It yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? forty three, right? <laughs> and he's um, you know, but he's you know, he's he's playing younger. He's playing a fifty three year old, you know. <laughs> but even that, that, that really doesn't add up as far as your typical um you know, military guy, it's usually, I mean, there are some people that make it for 30 years, but you know, you join at 18 and you stay in for 30 years straight through, um, what is that? 48. So yeah. again, he's, he's older than, I mean, again, he could be playing younger. He could be playing somebody younger, but when you just, you do the math, we know he was in the battle. Heartbreak Ridge was in 1951. So again, you say 1950, 1951, you know, the, the math doesn't, there, you know, there's nine years, eight to nine year gap that we're, we're missing. So I, I, I think we're on to something with him, you know, got, getting out of the service, but re-upping to a new, a different branch. Yeah. Yeah, it and, seems really completely possible. And, and that would, you know, accommodate um, his older age, actually, you know. Right. 
an in-universe reason why he's older and not just because Clint Eastwood wanted to make a Marine movie and he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a fun Marine to watch. Oh, and by the way, if you watch the movie, he's wearing different camis. When he For, goes to see, when he goes to see the, uh, the, um, Colonel, he's wearing different camis. I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah. I just happened to catch that. It was one of those little weird, uh, little movie things. I was just like, well, I'll see here. I'm sure, you know, nobody outside of, you know, you and I might is going to actually give a shit. But he does actually change camis to go see the uh, colonel. Yeah, and the sergeant major is the same guy that hauled him out of uh, jail. Now, you keep saying colonel. They got him listed as Major Devin. So is he? What yeah, does he look, got? Look, I see. Those are I gold, see, aren't they? That, yeah, they are, are gold. But those look like those look like little eagle wings. But am I uh, am I just not seeing the whole the whole yeah. um, oak? I don't know. If I just see that, I just start saluting. So yeah, yeah, so shiny stuff. Yeah, yeah. We were hell on Navy bases. All the chiefs got saluted. <laughs> I brought up something that when I was my time in Pensacola, you know, being at the Navy, the Naval Air. Uh, well, it's not the Air Station, but the Naval Training Center there. And I, there was a guy that I was there with, and when we walked by, and he'd see like a new butter bars. Usually, a, a Navy guy. He started to do his salute, and of course the Navy lieutenant would then, not actually no uh, ensign, sorry, as it would be a Marine lieutenant, but uh, <laughs> the Navy <laughs> ensign would go to start his salute, and the guy and, and the Marine, you know, Lance Corporal or you know Private would pull his pull his salute back and and pretend like he didn't actually mean to salute him. So <laughs> the ensign would pull his back, and but then you know the Marine would put his you know his 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 salute back up and. So the ensign would go do it again, and that would go three, four, five times in a row. And it was this weird like breakdance of like salutes before he'd finally, you know, complete it and do it. And it was the funniest thing, and he did it on purpose every time, <laughs> just to mess with these guys. And I noticed he didn't do it with Marines; he only did it with the uh, Navy guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Not, even a butter bars lieutenant, you know, uh, you know, second lieutenant wasn't going to put up with that shit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like nonsense. you said, all, sorry, go ahead. This is enough of your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and of course, we'd always see the chiefs and you'd start saluting them. You're like, stop saluting me. I'm a chief. Yeah. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways. Okay. Well, I don't have much else for this minute other than, you know, the major was just, you know, right before he, before the minute ends, he's telling Tom Highway that. You know, a man in his position might be looking forward to retirement. He goes, take the wives on a cruise, you know, something like that. <laughs> and uh, and we, we, he just leaves it at that. So he's clearly got something for Gunny Highway. We're just not sure what. Yeah. Yeah, he's giving him an out, I guess, if, if, if he decided to take it. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't, think, I don't think he is a colonel. I think he is a major because, yeah, I'm sorry. All right, I'm going to ask. I don't, it's not a bird. It's an oak. You should be sorry. I, yes. I'm sorry for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just sorry. The way the light was catching, you only saw part of it. I, I'm sure it's not the first mistake we made, and I guarantee it will not be our last. Oh, no. Not even a little bit. <laughs> All right, Perry. Let's get out of here. Right on. Everybody, join us next time for Minute 11 uh, for the Marine Corps Movie Minute, Heartbreak Ridge. And Perry, if you don't get that microphone out of my face, I'm going to shove it so far up your ass, you're going to have to... I don't know, do something with your nose with it. I, <laughs> I lost the metaphor. Uh, it's your turn to, to, to choke the line, is it? <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? I'm going to choke every line. <laughs> right on.
All right, man. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please come back and join us uh, next time for Minute 11 of the Marine Corps Movie Minute. Are you there? Uh Uh-oh.